Hey guys, it's Freddie Lussick here. Uh, you're listening to Surly Talks Worries. Hope you guys enjoy the listen. Cheers. Episode 21 of the Surly Talks Warriors podcast brought to you as always by our sponsors at Ortex. On this week's episode, we're joined by another new recruit for 2022, hooker Freddie Lussick. Been looking forward to this yarn, bro. So cheers for jumping on. No, thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to it. The boys were back in Auckland to take on the Storm on Friday night. The result didn't quite go our way, but another encouraging performance with not a lot separating the two sides. How did you find the game on Friday night, bro? And what do you think were the key takeaways for the boys? Um, yeah, no, it's always... I uh, got to play last time at um, Mount Smart, which was pretty cool. So I always sort of pinch myself when I get to play there because I know it, it means a lot to the uh, fans and obviously all the players in the, in the club as well. So, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a tough loss. Um, took a lot of learnings out of it. Um, but, yeah, plenty of uh, positives as well to go along with it. Sure, and you were injected into the game a bit earlier than you might have expected with the knee injury to Chanel. Obviously, you're always ready to go, but does that kind of throw you off your game a little bit, bro, or are you just keen to get on there as early as possible? Yeah, it caught me off guard a little bit with yeah. the first three minutes or something. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get on the field as early as I could. So, um, yeah, just tried taking it with both hands, I guess. Yeah, nice. And you copped a bit of a knock too, but you played on. When I saw you after the game, you had a nice little lump forming on the side of your face. So how's the head feeling now? And are you good to go for this weekend? Yeah, head's feeling good. Yeah, past the uh, second concussion test uh, today. So, um, yeah, I'm ready to go uh, this weekend. Yeah, that's good to hear. And speaking of this weekend, taking on the Bunnies on the Sunshine Coast, and they've been playing some pretty good footy lately ever since Latrell came back. So heading into this weekend, what do you reckon will be the keys to getting the dub against South? Uh, I think it's for us. We, we always seem to start uh, the game pretty strong. It's just a matter of being consistent for the whole 80 minutes and not being uh, patchy during the game. But yeah, South are definitely stronger and um, more confident um, in the way they play with Luttrell uh, there as well. He um, brings them um, up another level. Sure, we'll get them, bro. Let's rewind a little and go back to how things started for you. A Sydney lad born and raised. How old were you when you first picked up a footy and who was your junior club? Uh, so I grew up on the Northern Beaches um, in Collaroy. I uh, started playing footy when I was like four. Um, but I uh, would, wouldn't get on the footy field unless I had a... A Ribena, which is a drink here in Australia. Yeah, we've like, got love, that here love, too. Yeah. yeah, love life, literally lived off that as a kid. So the only way I'd get on the field is if I had that in my hands. So, but the first like two years, I'd literally just be sitting on the field watching pretty much. But um, yes, started playing, I guess, when I was like four. So, Oh, good. And, and was the Ribena just something you had to have literally every game, right? Yeah, no, I just had it like every day. So uh, it's just something yeah, I just craved and yeah, it was something I, I wouldn't get in the footy field unless I had it really. So that's a weird one, but yeah. That's unreal. And your old man played in the NRL, as did your two older brothers, all for Manly as well as some other teams. So to have four NRL players in your family is pretty unreal. Coming up through the grades, was your dad and your brothers always an inspiration for you? And did you always want to be a pro footy player? Um, yeah, it's it's pretty cool to have my dad play and my two older brothers as well. Um, I guess growing up in a footy family like that, I don't think I really had a choice, but I loved footy as a kid, so um, I wouldn't change it for the world. But yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty cool having them there as well. You must have had some pretty unreal games of backyard footy coming up as well. 
Yeah, not too much, to be honest. You, you hear stories of like, brothers and stuff bashing each other, but no, we, we, weren't, um, we, weren't, we didn't play, I guess we we're into each other 24-7, but yeah, uh, a lot of love there, so it's good. And you're all known for playing pretty tough too. Is that something that your old man instilled from you from a young age? Yeah, I think he's, he's been tough on us kids um, growing up, I guess, which is a good thing. Um, tough love, I guess, but uh, didn't get too many raps growing up. If you if you played a good game, you just get pretty much just get told what you did wrong. So <laughs> yeah. if you didn't get if you didn't get told anything, you probably know you you did all right. So um, but no, it's good. Yeah, always need the old man to humble you, bro. Always handy. Yeah. And you played at under 18s and 20s level for the Roosters before progressing into the NRL. Were you always in rep sides coming up through the games? And how did you first get noticed by the Roosters? Uh, so I did Harold Matz uh, and like a 14s development at Manly. Um, yeah. Played there and then uh, an opportunity came for me to go to the Roosters, um, SU Ball. Um, it was picked up by uh, Adam Hardigan there at the time. Um, yeah, I ended up SU Ball at the Roosters. I still went to school um, on the Northern Beaches at St. Augustine's. So yeah. of an afternoon, I'd just drive over. But um, yeah, I enjoyed my time at the Roosters. I learned, learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Met some really good mates and coaches along the way. For sure. And you made your NRL debut in round 15, 2020 at Leichhardt Oval against the Tigers too. How special of a day was that for you and the family, bro? And how did you find out you're going to be making your NRL debut? Yeah, there was, at the time, there was um, injuries and stuff going on. So I got pretty lucky. But um, yeah, I got told I was playing um, against the Tigers that night. And it was a long day because I think it was an eight o'clock game or something. So yeah. Um, a lot, of, a lot of sitting around, but um, once I got the feel, it was, it was pretty surreal thinking, you know, you actually just made your NRL debut. And then after that, it's now, it's like, you know, I want to I keep playing. So um, that's the goal for me to be consistent in the NRL and keep playing more games. Sure. And you got the win that night too, coming off the interchange bench. Did you have like a highlight moment from that game or even a moment where you were like, man, I'm in the big leagues now playing with the, with the fully pro boys? Uh, I got a funny story actually. Um, the on the captain's run, I got presented my uh, my jersey, and I told the boys about the the right bean I when I first started uh, <laughs> playing. And this is this is like two weeks uh, just before, uh, when Sunny Bill came back and yeah. uh, joined us, and just before I was about to run out, um, Sunny goes, "Oh, bro, I've got a uh, little gift for you." And I was like, oh, "Okay," and I go to. <laughs> He gives me this gift in like a, a Coles bag and it's like three litres worth of Ribena. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I lost it. But um, yeah. yeah, I guess the the team that, that I played with um, that year, there was some high quality players mm. along there. You know, I got to play with Teddy, Boyd Cordner, you know, some, some big names in that team. And um, yeah, I sort of pinched myself when I look back on that. And yeah, it's pretty cool to play with those uh, caliber of players. For sure. And you mentioned Sonny Bill there, bro. He's a bit of a legend over here in New Zealand, as he is in Aussie. What was it like training and playing alongside him? Because you hear so many stories about how he's the ultimate professional. Yeah, he is. What you hear about him is, is what you get. He um, He's very dedicated and um, the way he holds himself and goes about his business is um, really professional. And he always took the time to help out us young guys. And if we needed anything or wanted to talk about anything, it was always there to help out and yeah he's pretty cool to have around 
Sure. And the Roosters actually finished fourth that year, which means you got to play finals footy as well, starting at hooker in the game against the Panthers and scoring your first NRL try as well, getting through Edwards and Luai to dot down for a cheeky meaty. So how was that experience, bro? Finals footy and then your first NRL try. Yeah, well, so when I was sort of playing that year along with uh, cancer injuries and stuff, so I was sort of, sort of week on, week off mm. um, playing that year and I got got the nod that I was going to play in the semi and start. So, um, yeah, out at Penrith there, so nice warm welcome from the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I think we lost, lost by a drop goal, I think it was. Yeah. Cleary um, sort of put on a clinic that night. But, um, yeah, it was cool to uh, get over the line as well. And, yeah, to play in the semi, it's, it's pretty cool. And then 2021, your second year in the NRL, so you make four appearances. And then at the end of the season, you were loaned out to the Dragons to finish the end of the year. So what was that like, bro? Kind of rocking up at the end of the season to play for a new club. Was it slightly weird or were you just fizzed to be playing some footy? Yeah, it was the start of the year. I got to play um, start the season and then I uh, broke my forearm. So I was out for a few weeks and then sort of tough to get back on the side. And then the opportunity came for me to um, play some footy at the back end of the year, which is which good for me. So, um, no, that was enjoyable there at the Dragons to play some two games at the end of the year. So, yeah, enjoyed it. It was good. You ended up playing nine games in total for the Roosters, who are regarded as a very successful club, and they're always in the mix for a premiership every year. So what do you think it is about the club that's led to their success? Yeah, I guess it's just the environment and the, the culture they've got there. They've got a really good uh, senior group of players there that um, seem to lead the way, I guess, for the uh, the younger players. And there's a, a high standard there, I guess, as well, that you've got to uh, live up to. And one of those guys was Jake Friend, who was in your position, of course. So did you manage to kind of pick anything up from him that you could implement into your game during your time as well? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I picked up uh, plenty from all the players, I guess, um, yeah. when I was coming through there. So, um, yeah, Jake was Jake was massive. Um, just the way he plays the game, I guess. It was, uh, it was a tough style of footy and never sort of backed down from anything. So, yeah, it was cool. And fast forward to this year, and it's announced yourself and Ron are coming across to join the Warriors mid-season. So how did the opportunity arise to come across and join the Warriors? And were you excited about joining the club? Yeah, an opportunity came at me uh, to join the Warriors as well. I, me and Ron didn't actually know at the time we were both going over. Um, yeah, right. But, um, yeah, so I've, I've loved um, being here at the Warriors and I'm really excited and pleased to um, extend here for another two years, which I'm looking forward to. Sure, and did it make it easier coming across with Ron? Obviously, you, you know him pretty well, played a bit of footy with him. Yeah, yeah I played a bit of footy with uh, Ronald. Um, yeah, it was, it was. I guess it's good to have someone you know moving across to a new club and makes the transition a bit easier but all the players and staff were um really uh welcoming and you know the way they uh let us into the environment you had a pretty hectic first week with the club too I think you joined the squad on the Monday got named on the bench on the Tuesday and then made your debut on the Saturday up at Magic Ground so how was that first week with the boys and how hard is it to just get straight into a team and play in that first week yeah, I guess it's tough for you to sort of read the room and um, get along with the players and the coaching staff as well. And um, I think uh, Wade uh, hurt his calf at the time. So, um, but yeah, I was always uh, ready to play and ready to take whatever opportunity came. And an opportunity came for me to play in that first week. So, um, yeah, straight in there and here we are. 
Played unreal too, bro. And you touched on it earlier, but round 16 against the Tigers saw the return to Mount Smart for the first time in over three years, a game you were, of course, a part of. So how was that experience, bro, playing in such a special game in front of 26,000 passionate Warriors fans? I can imagine it was a pretty unreal feeling for the lads. Yeah, I've, I've never felt um, a crowd like that before. And even just the whole week, the the whole build-up, I wasn't actually uh, going to play, but um, a few boys went down with COVID, so I uh, got the call up. And, yeah, the whole week, really, um, you know, it meant a lot to the, the players that, you know, um, haven't been home in almost three years. So um, going back there, it meant a lot and really pleasing that we, uh, we got the win um, first game back, which was uh, a great result. Sure, bro. And after the game, you actually got the rig out. You were walking around the ground with no shirt on. So what's the story here, bro? Was it just a chance for you to show off your hard work in the gym? Because I saw the boys they were giving you a bit of flack on your Instagram in the comments. Yeah, I know. No, I just saw a little kid there with a Warren's uh, hat on. He was, yeah. Um, yeah, sitting there. So I thought, why not? Um, gave him my jersey. So, yeah. He would have been fizz, bro. Yeah, yeah, he was, uh, he was pretty stoked. I actually caught up with him uh, on the weekend as well. So I oh, uh, started so. busy for him. But yeah, so he was sitting in the same spot, just um, enjoying the game, I guess, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's real cool. And it was recently announced, like you touched on, that you've signed a new deal with the Warriors, extending until the end of 2024. So what's it about the club that led you to re-signing for the next two years? And how have you enjoyed your time here overall so far? Yeah, I, I've I've really enjoyed my time since I've been here. I've only been here for a short amount of time, but I've I've really loved it. And um, the opportunity came to me to re-sign for another two years, and I, I've jumped at it because um, the club's going to be heading in the right direction, and um, I'm really looking forward to, to be a part of that. And um, yeah, I think it's going to be really good for my footy as well. And there's five games still left in this season, including two more at Mount Smart against the Dogs and the Titans. So, like, personally, what are your goals for the rest of the year? Yeah, obviously there's a new coach uh, coming on board. But um, I think for this year, like us as players, you know, not making the, the top eight, but we don't want to be throwing the white flag up and giving up. So uh, we want to finish the year really strong and... Um, yeah, we've still got two games there at the end of the year at Mount Smart and it means a lot to the, the crowd and uh, the fans that we, we go there and we put good performances on and uh, just really finishing the season strong and finish on a good note, I guess. And how much more of a lift does that home crowd give the boys, bro? Because I know you've been based at Redcliffe, but coming back to Mount Smart must be a bit of a different level. Yeah, the boys that have been with the Warriors for a while now and the boys that have grown up there, you can definitely tell when we head back um, to New Zealand, there's just, it's a different buzz going around as a group and everyone gets up for it and it means a lot. So um, playing back at home, it's, you know, definitely feel it, um, the, the crowd and everyone's right behind you and it definitely helps. It's unreal. And you're establishing a reputation as a strong defender, tackling at 92% this season. Is this an area of a game you pride yourself in? And what areas of your game are you perhaps looking to expand on over the next couple of years? Yeah, I guess it's just, you're a smaller bloke in the middle. So if you don't learn how to defend or tackle, you'd be exposed pretty quick. So yeah. um, you got to learn quick in the NRL, especially in the middle. So um yeah, it's just guess it's one of those things you just got to get right, and it's a it's a big part of the hooker's game. And uh, you know, me trying to expand and grow on my game is 
just the little subtleties around nine, I guess, and uh, trying to be more involved, but, you know, not overplay your hands and go about it the right way. Yeah, nice. And a few quick fire questions for you now, bro. A bit more chilled. If you could play for any other professional sports team in the world, who would it be? Uh, basketball, NFL would be pretty cool. I love my golf. Yeah. So uh, any, uh, yeah, like I'd love love to be a professional golfer. I reckon that'd be pretty cool. But um, I reckon the NBA would be pretty cool. That's yeah. it's hard to beat. It's pretty uh, it's pretty sick over there. Sure, heaps of the boys play golf. Eh? Do you get out with the lads? Yeah, I get out there. Um, we, there's a few of us that actually don't mind playing. To be honest, yeah. um, I'm not very good, but I, I love it. I'm always yeah. good for a slice slice off the tee off. So, uh, but no, it's good. I enjoy it. Oh, it's a humbling game, eh? You watch it on the TV, it looks so easy, and then, nah. Oh, it's the hardest. Seriously, it's one of the hardest sports I reckon in the world. It's so hard. Agreed, bro. Favorite so, things to do outside of footy, bro? If you got the day off, what are you usually up to? Uh, back home, I grew up on the beaches. I didn't mind going to the beach, but um, up from Brisbane, there's no sort of beach around. But I like getting out, uh, hitting the golf ball around. It's always uh Nice and relaxing as well, bit of downtime, switch off. So, yeah, probably golf. And do you watch much NRL, bro? Like, do you have any favourite players to watch or do you kind of separate yourself from the game when you're not playing? Uh, I wouldn't sit down and say I'm like a real footy, you know, watch every game, but I definitely yeah. watch games over the weekends. Um, I guess when I'm watching, I just watch other hookers, I guess, yeah. and pick up stuff. But, yeah, I, I do watch a bit of footy, yeah. Is there anyone that you kind of like try model your game off or anything like that? Uh, this, all you can always pick up different things from every sort of players. No one in particular, but all the good number nines that are getting around at the moment, you definitely try to watch what they're doing and pick up on that, I guess, for sure. And uh, you've mentioned the Ribena, bro, but do you have any pre-game superstitions or rituals that you still have now? Uh no, I sort of eat the sort of the same foods um when I play, but I guess I have like do everything sort of the same way every every game time. But every time like it's out of order or something, I, I completely like wig out. So uh I try and make sure I, I stick to the right things on game day and like the day before mainly as well. Yeah. So yeah, if I don't get it right, I start wigging out. So I'm gonna make <laughs> sure I'm I'm sh- I'm strict with what I do. Yeah, superstitious so. man, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, one player from the Warriors that you wouldn't want to room with, bro. This is your chance to pay out one of the lads. Uh, Jazz Tavanga. Yeah, his name comes yeah, up all the time. Yeah. Mate. <laughs> he's, all, he's always on my back in that sentence. So. Further I can get away from him, the better. So, uh, <laughs> oh, Jazz, yeah. Eh? And uh, run it straight challenge, bro. You have to run it straight into one Warriors player. Who would you least like to run it at? Yeah, probably I'm the, one of the smallest folks. So who I wouldn't want to run at? Well, one of the big boys, I guess. Maybe Adam. Yeah. You probably yeah, you probably wouldn't want to run at him. So uh, yeah, might might not pass on that. And a few listener questions, bro. And this one came through a lot. Seems to be the case whenever we have the Aussie lads on. But are you excited about living in New Zealand for the next few years? Yeah, I am really excited. Actually, I think it'll be uh, cool. I'm pretty young as well, so. Yeah. Um, I've got my miss- missus coming over, but um, yeah, we're both looking forward to uh, coming over. It'll be a bit different, I guess, but um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It should be cool. 
And on your two trips over here so far, have you been able to check out much of Auckland, bro, or has it just been kind of hotel and training life? No, no, I've been able to get out and have a look around and even just, like, shops and stuff, like, with a bully, like we call Woolworths here. What's it? It's a oh, it's like countdown, countdown over there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sort of getting, getting trying to get used to all that type of stuff as well. But, um, yeah, I've been looking around, sort of looking around for a place at the moment. So um, hopefully will settle in somewhere nice and... Yeah, bunk in for the next two years. Yeah, good call. And next one's from Sean Turner, and he says, have you ever played a game with your two brothers? And if not, is that something you'd be keen to do at some stage? Yeah, so my uh, two brothers, they got to play. They played with each other uh, once, but um, all three of us have never um, yeah, never played together. It would definitely be something like cool to do, but I think my oldest one now is... He's getting a bit old now, so I don't think he'd be able to get back on the field. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe like A grade or something. Maybe I'm like yeah. four years old or something. I don't know. But um, yeah, it's definitely um, would have been cool to uh, play with all three of them for sure. Uh, unreal. And Robert Harris says, "Who's one ex warrior you would have loved to play with?" Um, Simon Mannering, I reckon, would have been pretty cool to play with. You go into the uh the gym um at training at Mount Smart, and you got like the players of each year, players player, and he's, his face is plastered all over there. So obviously it tells you a lot about him and yeah. about what he was like on the field. So I think um, playing alongside him would have been uh, pretty special for sure. Oh, good call, bro. Well, that's it from me. Thanks for jumping on to have a chat and telling us a bit more about your journey and career so far. Excited to have you at the club for the next few years and good luck for this game this weekend against the Bunnies, bro. Yeah, awesome. Cheers. Thanks for having me, mate. Appreciate it.